What's going on, family? Happy Monday, and welcome to the Faction Quick Hits. It's your man, GB Gerard Bonner. I hope you guys are well. Hope you had a happy Easter and an amazing Easter weekend in, obviously, the most unique environment we've ever seen for Easter. Such can be said, of course, or such was said about WrestleMania. Such was said and is said about the pro wrestling industry and the sports industry and the entertainment industry. Yeah, you get it. So wherever you were, I hope that you were sheltered in place. I hope you were safe. I hope you ate well and had a fantastic weekend. As always, thank you so much for your support of all things connected to the faction. It is absolutely appreciated whether you follow us on social media at the faction show or you're subscribed to our podcast. I absolutely appreciate it. If you are new to us, welcome aboard. We're always getting some amazing new listeners from all across the country and around the world. So thank you so much for your continued support of all things connected to the faction. So let's get into it because there's a lot of news that happened over the weekend that we need to discuss. Let's first talk about SmackDown. SmackDown emanated, of course, from the Performance Center this past Friday, which is just the official new home for WWE and their programming. And uh, an interesting thing happened relative to SmackDown. It's the first SmackDown following WrestleMania, which, you know, usually the week following WrestleMania is always a big week for returns, for new superstars to show up, new storylines, special resets, etc., etc., Well, unlike Monday Night Raw, SmackDown began with the new Universal Champion and it saw us uh, rehashing or reintroducing a battle between the champion Braun Strowman and Shinsuke Nakamura. Let me just uh, take a quick aside and say this. If this were a year ago, if this were two years ago, Braun Strowman versus Shinsuke Nakamura would be a main event of epic proportions. The problem is Shinsuke Nakamura's career has seemingly gone down the tube in the last two years in WWE, which is really, really unfortunate. Those who are just being exposed to him would not know of the amazing Shinsuke Nakamura that ran New Japan, that had the epic match where he defeated AJ Styles. Like, they wouldn't know those things, how he is so widely and highly revered in Japan They would know. So it's probably good for you to go get njpwworld.com so you can be familiar with that or search on the internet for all of the amazing Shinsuke Nakamura matches. But with that said, it certainly didn't feel big time, this presentation of Shinsuke against Braun Strowman. The title was not on the line, but the one bright and shining moment we got from that would be the challenge coming from Bray Wyatt, which made all the sense in the world. There's lots of storylines connected to it, etc., etc., and we'll learn more about that. But Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, sign me up, and I think Bray Wyatt becomes the new Universal Champion with the quickness. But with that said, WWE posted its lowest rating for SmackDown ever since SmackDown actually hit the Fox Network. That's not a good thing, folks. It's not a good thing at all. And while that is certainly the overnight rating and the full ratings will come out today, 
I don't like it. And I'll tell you what, perhaps this more taped version of SmackDown um, could be leading to some changes in WWE. One of those changes being that WWE has decided now to return to its live format for Raw and SmackDown. Now, why is that a big deal? Well, with all that's going on with the coronavirus, they were taping those episodes. Pretty much everything in March, for the most part, was taped, including WrestleMania, including the shows following WrestleMania. We kind of wondered what would happen. Well, it's going live. And it could be a couple of reasons. One, you know, the contract with USA and Fox both promotes these live shows. So you can't continue to give them tape shows and honor that plus taped shows don't rate as well as live shows that was the history of monday night raw that was the history of smackdown it's one of the reasons why raw lost so significantly early on in the ratings to wcw because it was a taped show you know along with a number of other issues so it's going to be interesting now i think they're still going to have a problem trying to make us feel what we felt with no live audience and no telling when a live audience will return because I told you this would happen and it is official. There is an official positive case of COVID-19 in WWE. Now, we've reported to you before that uh, there were several superstars that were sent home that had symptoms, but their cases weren't confirmed. We talked about Dana Brooke, Rey Mysterio, The Miz. We, of course, know Roman Reigns stayed home to protect himself. Well, apparently an on-air talent from WWE has officially contracted the coronavirus. Now, we do know that it's not a wrestler, but we do know it is perhaps someone backstage who interviews perhaps one of the commentators. They have not released who it is, but what they have said is that the employee is doing better. They're saying that the employee spent 14 days in quarantine and are now fully cleared. And so all superstars who came in contact with this employee were cleared to travel on April the 9th. Now, what does all of this mean? It means that perhaps it is more dangerous right now to be on WWE television because of the threat of this coronavirus. Now, let me ask you, let me just mention this to you. One might wonder, well, if they're going to do a live show and there is a shelter in place order in Florida, how are they going to get around it? Well, here's what's happened. Apparently, Vince McMahon, uh, according to news reports, has given WWE talent uh, a special letter to carry around with them um, in their car. And that letter, in the event that they get pulled over by the cops, says that they are essential media personnel which would allow them to get through the cops stopping them and allow them to show up to work i i just gotta say i don't know how wise this is there's a lot of danger connected to it and probably more danger now for wwe employees than ever before now do we want to be entertained yes and uh should perhaps they tape these shows and try to compile this perhaps um, it's a tough, tough space to be in, and I don't want to throw a lot of blame on WWE. I will just say these are unprecedented times, and they run the risk of, quite frankly, um, not making people happy with whatever they do. If they choose not to bring um, any content, they run into the challenge of how do we fulfill our contract with 
uh, USA and Fox, which of course there's a lot of money connected to that, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know, lots of questions, but that's what's happening in WWE. Let's continue that with this. Over the weekend, we found out that uh, this has been a long time coming, but the team known as The Revival, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder, have been officially granted their release from WWE. Now, they've been wanting this, quite frankly, for the last two years, citing that they've been unhappy with how they've been used, and so they've sat out wrestling. WrestleMania. They set out so many other things to have the opportunity to be released. They have been released and in their release has come already a couple of interesting news items. Interesting news item number one is that they have changed their names. So Scott Dawson will now be known as Dax Harwood and Dash Wilder will now be known as Cash Wheeler. And here's kind of the deal with all of that. Um, many are wondering where they'll end up, where what they'll be called. Well, they've trademarked a few things. They've trademarked no flips, just fists, say yeah, top guys, shatter machine, and hashtag FTRKO. Let me tell you what else is interesting, too. They also already have a new t-shirt available at ProWrestlingTees.com. Now, I'll just tell you this in case you didn't know. Pro Wrestling Tees is the machine behind AEW's merchandise. So, you can kind of connect the dots. I'll also tell you this. The lawyer who has handled all of these trademarks for the team formerly known as The Revival happens to be the same lawyer who handles the trademarks for AEW. So, I was one of the first to tell you that Matt Hardy's going AEW. It seems like the writing is on the wall to see the team formerly known as the Revivals, who will likely be known as Top Guys in AEW. I imagine it'll happen sooner than later. And uh, this influx of WWE talent or former WWE talent into AEW is a lot of fun to watch. Absolutely. So be on the lookout. Top guys likely headed to AEW, now known as Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. So before we go, an interesting piece of news to share with you, and that is the XFL has suspended all operations following what's been happening with the coronavirus. On Friday morning, they laid off nearly all of their staff. There's a handful of executives that remain employed, and there are currently no plans for the XFL to return in 2021. In a statement given by the WWE, they said, quote, given the uncertainty of the current environment, the XFL has suspended operations and is evaluating next steps. Kind of crazy to see what's going on, considering, of course, they canceled the season last month after five games as part of a nationwide shutdown. Um, and at that point, they pledged to return next year. I will give my very quick personal opinion on this. Number one, I think them canceling all things XFL is way too soon, um, considering that their season was going pretty much February to April. Um, I certainly expect that the environment would be cleared up um, next year for them to resume operations. Now, what I don't know is if they lost money by not doing the last five games of the season. They had a championship game that was supposed to happen, I believe, on ABC. So I don't know how much money was lost with that. I don't I don't know. 
I think it's unfortunate because this presentation of the XFL, quite frankly, was light years better than what they were doing before. They were getting great traction. They had some fantastic players, great rules and the like. So uh, canceling it, I think, is a bit premature. Firing everybody certainly puts them in a space where they won't have that talent available because many of them will find their way to the NFL, considering how good some of these players were. Um, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But I do know this, and this is my other concern, that we'll probably be seeing more of Vince McMahon's hand on WWE programming now that the XFL is no longer his baby. That concerns me as well. So we've hit a lot of topics on today's uh, quick hits. We've talked about the impact of the coronavirus relative to WWE's taping schedule. So likely tonight Raw will be live. I don't know what that's going to do for the program, but certainly we'll be able to check that out. I want to hear your thoughts on all of what we've presented today. You can do that via social media at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure you are rating and uh, commenting and subscribing, of course, to our podcast as well, be it on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is that you get your podcast. We want to hear your thoughts, and rating and commenting does wonders for our rankings and allows other people to discover who we are. So definitely reach out to us. We want to hear your commentary. Stay connected to our social media as we'll have all sorts of updated news and the like hitting there today depending upon what's going on in the wonderful world of pro wrestling this wednesday of course our weekly roundup featuring my good brothers courtney beard brandon clack they'll all be here it should be a fantastic week in the wonderful world of pro wrestling until then i look forward to seeing you on social media representing for my good brothers courtney and brandon clack it's your man gb and this is the faction I my people. here we go